Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Every week on Jordan Jesse Go, we provide you with an hour of whatever this is talking. Yeah. Speech. English. Yeah. Absolutely. Another language? Probably not. But English first. That's the rule on Jordan Jesse Go. Always English first. Do you think this podcast could be helpful for, like, ESL students? No. (laughs) No, I think this podcast would probably be confusing for them. them, Get them in trouble at school. Yeah. I think that would be the primary effect that this podcast would. You know, I was one of, when I graduated from college, Mm -hmm. I was profoundly unemployed just sickeningly unemployed for nearly a year <laughs> just, like you were doing you were so unemployed you were doing a job but they were taking money away at the end of the day which i thought was unfair mm-hmm. i later learned was illegal mm. and um i the, like my one moment of triumph i mean besides my weekly borrowing of my mom's car to drive to santa cruz to do my college radio show was well, hey, there's a triumph there because mommy loves you. <laughs> oh, you What's know. more triumphant than realizing how much mommy loves you? You know mommy loves baby, right? <laughs> yeah. And baby loves <laughs> num-nums. <laughs> See, this could be helpful for ESL students. So uh, the one great triumph of that like year and a half was I booked a Craigslist job as – the voice of an ESL test. Mm. So they like they paid me two hundred fifty dollars or something to go into. And you saw this on Craigslist. On Craigslist. So there's like someone you know, good diction, no drama, <laughs> four twenty friendly, four twenty friendly. And I, uh, I read a full half hour of which way to the discotheque. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you like to buy some apples or some pears? I took I took three years of Spanish in high school uh-huh. uh, and was always amazed at how each level included something about the discotheque. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's probably just a big part of the culture yeah. in Spanish-speaking countries. And French-speaking countries, mm-hmm. I think, to be fair. Yeah. Well, I'm not fucking with that. No, God. Oof. God, no. Yuck. Oof. Not after they chose the wrong candidate in presidential <laughs> Thank election. Thank you. I'm glad we're going there. Yeah, France first. Yeah. English first, France first. <laughs> That's my motto here on Jordan. But Jessica. yeah, a lot of concern with how to get to the discotheque, how to ask people where it is. Yeah. And the biblioteca. Yeah, sure. Well, when I was in middle school, mm-hmm. I learned Japanese. And by learned Japanese, I mean didn't learn Japanese. And one of the techniques was she would play a tape for us. Our teacher would play a mm-hmm. tape for us called Rapanese. And that worked uh, because to this day, deep inside my mind – in fact, it went through my mind, down my spinal cord, into my soul. Mm-hmm. That's where the soul lives. Biru. At, the base, at the base of the spinal cord. Biru kudasai. Can I have a beer, please? <laughs> now, why – 12-year-olds were learning to order a beer is a whole other concern. But I definitely remember how to order a beer in Japanese because of Rapanese. It's very helpful. So if we were to travel abroad, you would be getting drunk on Japanese beer. Yep. And I would be 
hopefully getting laid at some sort of Mexican discotheque. Sure. So we're basically set. Yeah. That's our main shit, right? (laughs) Drinking beers and getting laid. I mean, what else is there? What else is there? Uh, should we introduce our guests? I'd love to. They are uh, our dear friends uh, from one of our absolute favorite podcasts in the world, our Max Fun Brethren. Uh, they are the hosts of both the television show and the podcast, Throwing Shade. Brian Safi and Aaron Gibson. Hi, Hi guys. Aaron and Brian. Hi. You know, I just went to Japan and I really, I actually could have used Japanese and I might look it up. Yeah. What What were you up to in Japan? Just I just went on a vacay. Yeah, we went uh, for two weeks and it was wonderful. What kind of stuff did you get up to? We were in Tokyo for a week and then like Kyoto and then Hiroshima and Miyajima. Hiroshima was not as fun as, you, as it might sound. Quite flat, from what I hear. <laughs> Quite flat. How are their discotheques? Their dis- you know what? You are right, by the way. Huh. In Spanish books, yeah. a discotheque, all the, all, it was so much it talk about the discotheque. It comes up so often. But don't yeah. you think it's so they can have kids be interested? They have fun with yeah, that. Like they don't, like, yeah, they're not talking about like... I mean, but then they say library, which is well, the they, opposite. They need to balance it out. They're like, listen, we'll teach you about the library, but also... Yeah. DVD players. To to yeah. <laughs> Bee Gees. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I what, feel like what the, is a what is a seven year old love more than anything else? Disco, yeah. disco. <laughs> I think that yeah. I think that probably if you went to a public school, all of the textbooks you were using were probably from 1985. Definitely. That's what I was yeah. gonna say. I feel like they never update them. Yeah, like I'm sure there's kids learning Spanish and there's no they don't know what the email is called in Spanish. They don't yeah. know what a computer is called. The but Wi Fi. <laughs> but yeah, but they know the word the Spanish words for Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. It's like do do kids going to public schools now? It's like they they wouldn't even be able to go to a foreign country and ask to join a polyamorous thruple <laughs> mm-hmm. because those textbooks are so backwards. They don't even have thruple or yeah. emoji. No, they're not caught up at all. According to Ale, who speaks four languages, bragging, um, he said. Wait, to who? To oh, who? my 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 husband, fiance. Got it. Um, he said that because I started taking Italian lessons, so that he. I could ask him if he wanted a blowjob in his first language. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And um, that's really polite that's of you. Thank you. Thank you. I just they, it's not in the book yet, yeah. and I'm afraid to ask because I don't know the other people in the class. But right. I'm, it I'm, does seem like you could look that up if that I if could. that was the only thing you were. But I think I would only look up the word blow and job, and I feel right. like there's a nuanced word for it. Oh, there's oh, definitely like a sexy sure, Italian sure, dictionary. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I oh, disagree. Yeah. I know. Sexy dictionary. It's an affogado. <laughs> yeah. I think it's probably. That's when you, it's, that's when you pour dip, espresso on someone's someone dick <laughs> and then dip it in a nice ice cream. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I think it's probably affogado. just a cognate. I think it's probably, uh, you know. A blow a job, you That's know, true. like uh, like beera for um like in beer, Japanese, yeah, yeah. Like beer exactly. Means beer, sure. Suketo bodo. I remember that was a big one when we were when we were twelve. Oh, yeah, yeah. the word skateboard. ATM mu. That's yeah. one. Oh, <laughs> well, okay, but that was that's what he was saying. He was saying Italian, Spanish cult, uh, languages will just adopt a new word if it's English, like like computadora right. is Spanish in Spanish, right? Yeah. That's computer. They'll just slap us some, something that sounds like the language. They'll just uh, put, throw a vowel at the end. Yeah. He said right. the French refuse to do that. Good for they them. They will create an entire <laughs> new word that, word that sounds nothing like... To confuse us. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I, I think you guys know the policy of this podcast. France first. Yeah. That's right. Right. 
I'm sick of immigrants coming in trying to dictate our beautiful language. Thank you. Well, the thank language, you. the true language of love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> English? English. Yes. yes. <laughs> the, uh, one of the ugliest languages ever. <laughs> uh, Can you imagine a more beautiful word, though, than blowjob? No. <laughs> what a stunning Oh, word. gargoyle. That's a beautiful word. Gar- <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, can we all imagine getting a blowjob from a gargoyle? Mm-hmm. Jordan, what's going yes. on? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, I was going to ask Brian, yeah. how was your – when you went to Japan, were, were you an adventurous eater? Yes. Very adventurous. What's great in like a lot of those places is they – when you walk in, they know that you don't know what you're doing. Sure. You know what yeah. I mean? And so basically they just say – Omakase, which just means, can we decide what you eat? And so you're just like, yeah. Yeah. It was incredible. Every, I mean, really, like, I, it's not even fun to talk about because everything was amazing. Yeah. That is not fun. I, I wish I had a, I wish you had I a story about Aaron, I don't have a funny story out of that place. Interesting. You took a whole trip. <laughs> Did you go to oh, a weird Disneyland? Did wait, you go to a weird Disneyland? I, 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 I saw a lot of weird stuff for sure, but it was, it was also, like, it was weird at first blush. And then, and then after that, you're like, no, they're actually, that's the right way to do that. Like, you're yeah. doing it maybe a little better. <laughs> I will say that the uh, gay scene there is very interesting. In that, oh, yeah. And that it's a little bit invisible, but also huge. Okay. Um, and so, and also there's, like, very specific bars that, like, foreigners can go to and ones that they can't. And the ones that they can't, it's, they get very specific of, like, this bar, with what they want for that bar. So, for instance, there's bars that are literally, like, you have to be, 32 to 36. There's bars that, like, you have to... And they'll check everything to make sure you are. There's bars that, like, you have to be 180 pounds to, like, 210. They're very specific about what's allowed in these things, which is totally fascinating. Is that... Is is that... Because of fetish reasons, I don't exactly know. Because I wasn't really, I was very discouraged from sure. going to some of those. Okay, so the ones I went to were the bigger ones that remind me, honestly, of a lot of the ones here. It would be but, great if you went to Japan and it turned out. I mean, for you, look, you're engaged in romance, but yeah, uh, presuming you were available, uh, you go there and you're just fall into something. Right, you know, like, like, yeah. like, like if you're, like, if you're some uh, guy from Croatia, yeah, uh, you're a gay man from Croatia, and you, <laughs> it's hard you, to find it. You accidentally, and you're sort of, you're sort of stocky and hairy, and you accidentally show up at one of Bob Mould's bear parties. Uh, right, I think that they might, they might show you right in, and you're just like, what? There's a, I'm a thing, right? Great, yeah, let's have sex, sure. That would be fantastic. I have to say that probably nothing immerses you into a culture more than a romance there, right? Sure. That's true. That's the way to see something. I, I've been going on a lot of like solo vacations in the past couple of years, and I have not had a lot of vacation romances, but I usually try and solve a mystery while I'm there. Oh. That's cool. Yeah. What was your last really one? Cool. Just like, huh? What was your last one? Oh, the artifacts. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You solved the mystery. Oh, you, yes. you meant like murder or something. <laughs> no, I try no. and do more like Hardy Boy stuff. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's an archaeological like, thing. Wait, okay. so did you? you it's went, like a you like went to young Greece adult kind of mysteries. I see. Can you reveal what you found? Uh, a skull. <laughs> it was missing. Yeah, a human from a was museum. It, can oh. I ask a question? Was yeah. it jeweled at all? Yeah, it was. Yeah, oh, it was God. using various rites. Got it. Did other people melt when they saw it? Yeah, and then I think that's why they wanted me to retrieve <laughs> it because um, I'm you good at something. averting my eyes. Yeah. What yeah. kind of hat did you wear though? Just standard hat. Okay. okay. Cool. <laughs> a ball cap? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Just a San Diego Padres hat. <laughs> and then what I do is I pull the brim down over my yeah. eyes when I when I approach the skull, and then it didn't melt me, and I returned it to the museum, and I was a big hero. What is the Padres mascot? Is it a person? I think it is. Yeah. yeah so they used to – one of the weird things about the San Diego Padres is 
They used to really be Padre themed. Like, like father? Like yes. Like so pre- they had a guy like in like a, a friar oh, right. tuck. Oh, oh, just a, oh, I see. A I see. Latino dad. Yeah, like I a see. like a full friar tuck type outfit with okay. a rope who's swinging a baseball. He's their guy. Their uniforms are brown, uh, that were brown, and mustard yellow. Those were their colors. Yes. yes. Beautiful. Then Beautiful at some combos. point 10 or 15 mm-hmm. years ago, they checked out on that and just went with kind of blue and white. Okay. And so I think they're done with... Their main thing is they have the most different weird uniforms honoring the military of any team. Okay. So, like, they'll play in, like, an all-digi camo uniform. What? Like, a, wow. one with American flags on it. Just Pander City. Yeah, just 100% Pander City. Like, as though... Is anybody, like, guess what they're wearing this week? I know. Well, as though they're, like, the thing that is holding back America's armed forces... From the respect and value that they deserve is that our baseball players aren't wearing enough digital camo. Yeah, in San Diego. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I think would be good? Would be Magic Eye. Oh, like yeah. Like if the if the if the oh, baseball would, yeah. men Save would wrap themselves in a Magic Eye, a they wouldn't even have to throw the baseball. Probably. Yeah, people would just be would have Mystified. fun squinting. Yeah. And it would, you know, it would save a lot of effort, a lot of injuries. Did it you would. ever see one of those? I'm just asking for legal reasons. Please. Outside of a dentist's office. No. Thank you very much for uh, clarifying <laughs> that, Aaron. I would have hate, hated to have gotten into legal trouble. I just don't want anyone to but think that the they can just trouble? use the magic eye however they want when I think they're relegated only to dentist office. So I you're looking out for the Padres here. Yes, yes. I you don't want them to get sued by us. the American Dental yes, Association. I mean, Got have it. you seen them anywhere else besides a dentist? I've never seen one there. I don't know. Where have you seen one? Grandma's house? No, like the mall, like cool places. At the places they sell them. <laughs> yeah, at the places they sell them. Yeah. Various places next to Pogs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anywhere that or has units. Pogs yeah. has uh-huh. magic The eye one books. family in our neighborhood that had one in, in-house was the Plotkins. <laughs> Who weren't renting them for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they owned it. <laughs> like a Maybe Genesis from Blockbuster. Could have been an installment kind of thing. Where did they have it? Where did they show it? The, uh, it was in the living room. It was oh, like really? a prominent piece. Yeah, was it a full it poster? We're not talking about a book. This was framed. Oh wow! Yeah, this was a framed piece. I they must think have it won makes sense. The in behind the toilet for standing peers, or in front of the toilet for sitting peers. Oh yeah, that's really where you can appreciate it. I think so too. How do you appreciate it in the TV when there's at a the TV dentist? Next do they have it on the ceiling? My dentist had it had it wall to wall eye level wherever you looked. Wow! Astronauts, so just any surface there was a magic eye. Dolphins. Mm-hmm. There was another one that was race car. I mean, they had everything. That's pretty cool. I mean, that really runs the gamut. If you're talking about astronauts, dolphins, and race cars. Anything anybody could ever love. Land, sea, and space. All of it. Adventure. The theme was adventure. If they had mole men, that would be a good addition. That's underground. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that would be I will say the Plotkins. Yeah. They... They their move was not telling you what it was, oh, like fuck letting them. you find out for yourself. What was nice? it? And I couldn't do it for my first couple of visits to the house. I just that's how they got you back. Yeah, right. I did, did you not just keep leaving your purse behind. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> oh, I left my earrings on your nightstand. Uh, I would borrow a sweatshirt when I was leaving because I was kind of cold. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'll return this later. Um, I was really, I was really a, a really coy child. Right. Um, what was so it? I I got there. I got it maybe fourth or fifth time over. Dino scene. Oh, oh wow. and did you come back to the house after that? Tyrannosaurus, moon in the sky, oh, wow. mountain in the background. Everyone That's getting nice along. Shit. Everyone getting along. Yes, just no like one dinosaurs. Was... 
yeah. <laughs> the classic dinosaur get along. Peaceful scene. Yeah. Did you go back after you saw it? I did. They were they were family friends. Oh, they were. But, okay. But you it, were just it felt using hollow. them for the post. It did feel hollow. <laughs> okay. I didn't want to be there. Plotkin is a good last name for a neighbor. Yeah, it's a good like childhood good. friend. Yeah, name. yeah, for sure. It's like a Wonder Years character. Yeah. Are you going to use that in your autobiographical pilot spec script? <laughs> With the VO. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Plotkins in me. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think anyone would be interested in that, frankly. I, did you, do they know about the magic eye part? Yeah, I know. That seems like the selling point. Yeah. I'll just, I'll, I would lead with that in the I'll elevator I'll hinge it pitch. on that. Yeah. Elevator pitch. You Family bring... sitcom magic eye poster sold yeah. in the room. Yep. Yeah. Well, I walked in and I unfurled the poster mm-hmm. and I sat it up. And I had the executives look for hours. Do you think they bought it framed or they framed it? I don't think they ever. That's a great question because I they were never rolled up. I felt like they always framed them. I think they bought it framed. I think they did too. I'm not basing that on anything, but I think that's the kind of family they were. Okay. I'd like to see them take it down to the frame <laughs> store, the custom <laughs> frame store. They spread it out on the table and they say, so uh, – Magic Eye poster, huh? Uh-huh. They say, yes. Can I buy a custom frame for it, please? <laughs> They're like, hold on. Just checking. It's 1991 now, right? They're like, oh, yes. It certainly is 1991. Mm-hmm. Look okay, at we, can, we can do this. <laughs> we have two choices. Black or black metal. <laughs> Ooh. It's a real Sophie's what? choice. Okay, that's – it's interesting because I remember that – the um, thing you put your face in with the needles in it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I and just then... saw one of those recently. Anyway, Did you cool. use it? that was cool. What? <laughs> it sounds cool. But I don't know if there are things like that because we have phones now. So kids don't have gadgets. They don't have like Oh, yeah. Physical... Right. You don't have a ball that you put your fingers on and a lightning bolt goes to the no. finger. Do we know that? I, we do, I, I cannot know a little confirm. Some, oh, yeah. You would know maybe. About this sure. Because I have an elementary school aged child. Okay. Yeah. Kids have separate gadgets. Uh, my daughter, there are two things going on at my daughter's school. Uh, one is a doodad that you pinch between your fingers and is kind of shaped like, mm, like uh, like an octopus with three legs, or like one of those headphone splitters uh, mm-hmm. that goes out like sort of a star shape with three extensions. Maybe it's three or four inches across, and you spin it between your fingers. It's called like a. It's called like a fidget digit or something like that. And what is it? It just creates – it just gets your anxiety something to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll say as a fidgety man, that sounds fun as shit. Have you? I would love to spin that thing. But it's less creative. I will say it's less creative than a needle face. It's far less cre- – no, I, I agree. Do you remember – do you it, guys it would remember not make the, the first cut time? in Hammock or Schlemmer? <laughs> no, it would yeah. not. Do you remember the first time you did a middle finger in the needle thing? Oh, oh no, was Brian, I wasn't a bad boy. That was I a, wasn't a bad boy. That was a big deal when yeah. that happened. You used to go in the store and just do it in all of them. And really, <laughs> right? Do they still have Spencer's? They do, They've I think. Got yes. yeah, They've yeah, got to. They've got to. Yeah. Uh, sure. What do you, and do you well, can remember I tell your... you the other thing they have in elementary school? Oh, yes. I would like to hear about Brian's first time flipping off the needle thing. Amy okay. Schwartz's house. Me, Amy, and Trey. We each did it, <laughs> and then we dared Amy to leave it there for oh, like a boy. full day to see if her parents on. They didn't see. Is this uh, Trey Anastasio from Fish or yeah, 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 Trey, yeah. the eighth grade teacher at my elementary school? Well, they were both there. Oh wow! Yeah, and so you were referring all, to them collectively. All, all, all trays on deck. Yes, exactly. I would say tray, and then they would both look, and I would say uh, I did mean both of you. So they they learned quick. The other very popular item in elementary schools at the moment is uh, a beanie baby that what? attaches. It's a tiny beanie baby 
that attaches to the pick-it-up loop of your backpack. You know the loop at the top? Okay, sure. Uh, with, a, like, a little carabiner. It's called a backpack charm. Mm. So children are now doing 1950s gimmicks. Yeah, essentially. Okay. I was going to say, that does sound very, like, sort of... Analog. Jacks. Yeah. Well, I mean, she Jax. recently she you know. recently received one, and that's how I know she and her partner are going steady. Oh, sure. Oh, oh, oh it's like a oh, that's it's like, like a, a thing. That's thing. a thing, you, right? If you have if you have their backpack doodad, yeah, that's how you know. Wait, okay. is that for real? No, that's not the backpack doodads are for real. It's not an actual going steady thing. It will be. Um, if, it, if it if it lasts the do you let your children smoke cigarettes? Yeah, <laughs> smoke cigarettes on dates. <laughs> What are they going to do after they have sex? Yeah, I mean, when they're out, like if you're out at a bar or whatever. Yeah. yeah it goes good with like a whiskey. <laughs> sure. sure does. My kid only smokes when they drink. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. That doesn't really count. Yeah. yeah. She's a, Grace is a social smoker. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's what I was wanting. Reds, Marble Reds, or she does American Filter lettuce. <laughs> she rolls her own cigarettes. <laughs> does she carry a bucket of tobacco and rolling papers around yeah. with her? Yeah. God, well, that's when you're young, you can you can do that, and you it's can, not a you know what I mean. Well, it's people think it's cute, deal. yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, a, a child now is a is a 2002 hipster, exactly. I think. Yeah. yeah, they I still think love so. PBR. They grew up so fast. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, electro according clash. to the toys, electro. Yeah, sure. All the elementary school kids are really into electro clash right now. Isn't that wonderful? It, it is really cool. Yeah. They re- they just read old ep- old uh, issues of the Fader. <laughs> And just talk about what's going on in Brooklyn. That's great. <laughs> Which, by the way, is now the most expensive place to live. Is it? According to some article I read, it said that Brooklyn's now the number that one most right. expensive place to live. I should I should explain. This is just going on at Grace's elementary school. It's because last week they uh, all went to the auditorium and had a Fisher Spooner concert. So oh. everybody's really into it sure. right now. Yeah. People are going to get a bad idea about what LA is about yeah. from that. It right is always there. sad, though, when a band starts playing cafeteria. You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> That's when you know that well, they didn't have what they Let's get in there with the fans. That's Enough true. of these big arenas. Let's That's start true. playing in lunchrooms around 11 a.m. Are you sure it's not people who need it like better than Ezra? Yeah. <laughs> My, well, the, that is a, one weird thing about living in Los Angeles and having children. Oh, boy. I is that it. the parents of the children at your school often... Might be in a band. Like, be, yeah. They are like... A I, famous... Yeah. They like, were like the bass player of better than literally. Ezra. So, like literally, my daughter has a weekly music class where she sings in a chorus. The teacher, the volunteer teacher of this uh, music class, was in the band Veruca Salt. Oh, what? you're kidding! She's very nice. My wife, my my daughter loves loves the class and has no fucking clue what Veruca Salt is. Right. Um, but like that kind of thing, she's more is of a Liz Fair constantly sure. going on. Like it's so weird. Wow. And I mean, I guess I mean I own a podcast network. I'm I have a much more confusing job than any of them. Then explaining like who Veruca Salt is was. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it is a very. I used to love that. It's a very very odd world. I bet. Yeah, it's a very. The other thing with the backpack charms. I find I t- I take my daughter to school. My wife picks her up from school, and we live far enough away that we drive to the school. But some people live close enough that they walk to the school. So there's kind of these like walking groups where you sort of like pick someone up on your way 
like they sort of additive, you know, as they come out of their front door. And, and I like I like know a music video from the 90s. Exactly. <laughs> so I know which groups people are. And then afterwards, you after school, you throw all the patio furniture in the pool, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, I I think it's I, I think it's great. You know, I know when I park about the time I get there, what kids will be walking down the street with their parents. And I'm friendly with their parents. Everybody's parents are lovely. However, with these backpack charms, I I have such deep class issues. I am upper middle class at this point. Like I cannot claim to even be lower middle class. Like I own a house in Los Angeles. Everything's fine. But I have such deep-seated class issues. I resent the kids that have a lot of backpack charms. I feel like I would be in that game, too. But do, can you spin it, though, that those are just bad parents? They're spoiling their children? I mean, that's how I'm spin, spinning it in my head, but I'm spinning it. But it's, then it spins back around. They're spoiling to their, their children because they're rich kids. They're probably real-life Veruca Salts. Sure. They're oh, probably yeah. Willy Wonka uh, Veruca Salts. Yeah, they want so a I goose that lays golden eggs exactly. for Easter. <laughs> exactly. They're going to get it, too. That's are the, the backpack problem. charms licensed characters, or are they... There are licensed characters, but they're also just like Beanie Baby animals. And they okay. are Beanie Baby TM. I think... I don't... Okay, so the what is the company? Ty? Is mm-hmm. that the, yes. So they're definitely that. Got it. I don't know whether they're technically Beanie Babies. Do you remember for a hot minute when everyone thought Beanie Babies were good, were good investments? Oh, sure, yeah. That Wait, there's a documentary wild. about people who... Who, who put all their money into Beanie Babies. Oh. Yes. Well, it works out great for me because my uh, three-year-old, Oscar, I go to the flea market every Sunday. And at this point, because we have a baby, I have to take at least one kid with me because uh, it's too much to ask for Teresa to have all three kids at sure. once with the baby. And so you go to like the Rose Bowl? I go, I go to the Rose Bowl. Go to Pasadena City College. You do the rounds. I go to Long Beach. I go Got to it. Santa Monica. At the Pasadena City College, there is – so the problem is three-year-olds do not want to go to the flea market. Of There's course. no reason for a three – They don't, they don't care like, about rugs. They don't like antiques. Yeah. Right. So there is a woman at the Pasadena City College flea market who just has an enormous like like a rental storage space-sized box full of Beanie Babies and they're a dollar. So that is like – Oh, mwah. is that a perfect thing for me to buy for my child for a dollar? Uh, don't care. Uh, costs a dollar. There's an infinite supply of them. She's there every month. Do you it's think there was like tip? Because kids that age don't really care what it is, right? They just no, want just something. Wants a thing. Yeah, just want. And does a thing. Oscar like the Beanie Baby? He loves the Beanie Babies. And one nice thing is, like, by the time the Beanie Babies hit peak Beanie Baby. It wasn't like they were making like – they had like, oh, sure, you could get like a David Ortiz Red Sox beanie baby. Mm-hmm. But mostly they were making weird animals because you run out. You real, run out. There's no – you can't only make so many bears. Did they ever yeah. have like – I'm curious if Beanie Baby ever evolved into the thing where like Prada made one or like <laughs> – uh, Do you know what I mean? Sure, if like designers sure. actually made them. LL, an LL Beanie Baby. Yeah, or like something like they that. They missed an opportunity <laughs> big time with that. Yeah. <laughs> That was, <laughs> that was hanging out. I loved it. So Oscar, I think it's Oscar at a certain like, point you start adding dicks, right? Oh yeah, you just, for sure. It's, <laughs> this is, the Tom, yeah, yeah. This is Blizzard Bear. This yeah. one's got a dick. Oscar's got an eel. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's called Mister Eel. That's his name. Sure. Okay, Oscar named him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a like a beetle. He's got a dragonfly. 
But you're right. They did get very specific. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wow. For sure. A dugong. What is a... <laughs> what does a beetle look like? I just don't imagine that being like a cuddly stuffed animal. Well, three-year-olds don't care, and I find it amusing. Okay. Uh, my friend, when I was growing up, this... this uh, Child colleague of mine. <laughs> uh, she. Wait, my, my child, I don't want to say friend. Childhood colleague. Yeah. By child colleague of yours, you mean a colleague of yours when you were a child? Yes. Not a child that worked on your television show, for example. No, but we did, to, to keep costs down, we did do that as well. We well had for the best. Child grew. Mm-hmm. They're affordable. Yeah. No, but she would get uh, whenever she got a stuffed animal, and it would drive her parents crazy to the point that like they were like talking to my parents about it. She would name like her stuffed monkey. Uh, everything was named Jesus. Oh, and boy. we came like my, I grew up very religious, and so did my friends, and they were like. You cannot name the monkey Jesus. You yeah. can't do it. And she was like, well, I'm calling it Jesus. She would call every animal Jesus. And the parents and were And they just, weren't excited about it? No, because they thought it was like sacrilegious, sacrilegious and sure. inappropriate and like that they would have to explain. Like, because, you know, you would bring a stuffed animal to church or something. And then what's the what's the pig's name? Jesus. Well, that's I think it's fucking. Uh, I think it's brainwashed. I would have gone the other way. Help my kids stop naming everything Jesus. I think that's a compliment, Brian. Pigs are smart. They'll eat anything. They can play video they're, games. They're, they're cleaner. Vicious. They're cleaner than you. <laughs> they, they are, but they're absolutely vicious. Games? That's like, um, you know, if you're a farmer, you know, never to get inside the pig pen. And yeah. here we are. But they, they will kill you. They'll crush you, and they'll eat the bones. Well, that's how people used to get rid of bodies. Tom, Tom Arnold was. On. <laughs> Wait, and they could play video games. Yes. What video game does a pig play? There's a video online of a pig playing a video game, and that was the example that my friend Allison gave me why I should stop eating pork, and I did. Okay. My, My, uh, I'm not here to indoctrinate you guys, okay? No. When I interviewed Tom Arnold for Bullseye, he told the story of having had a, a good friend of his murdered in front of him by a pig. Yeah. Now, Wait. to be fair, they were trying to murder the pig. Uh, it was He worked at a killer, slaughterhouse. Killer be killed situation. And they're so smart that, like, I had a friend who had two as pets, like small ones. Hot belly? Um, no, they were, like, minute. I don't know. They were small. Like, that he had them... Because they were smart and all this. Well, then they outsmart you. So they know that the one thing that you will hate more than anything is when they fucking scream. Mm. So if they don't get what they want at any minute, that's what they do. I have experience Fill your with house this. with screams. I, do you? Do that. I've got experience with this because uh, my wife's cousin's pig, Atticus, came to stay for the weekend with us. And I was thrilled. Sure. Because I think pigs are fucking adorable. They are. And I have always wanted to have a pet pig. And they do have a pet pig. I thought it was going to be great. In fact, what happened is Atticus alternated between alternated between biting me and screaming like a human child the entire time. How, it's terrifying. Can you do how they scream? Because I don't. It's I, like <laughs> it's like screeching. It's terrifying. It's like fuck. They can actually pronounce fuck. It's yeah. the only, and fuck. I don't think they know what they it means. Like lips. fuck. Yeah. That is frightening. Fuck. Yeah. And why did they? What were they just like immune to it? They were just like business as usual. So apparently, Atticus likes them. Mm. Atticus the pig was out of its out of its element. Atticus lives in an apartment. Okay, I thought Atticus would be thrilled to have a, his own backyard. Sure. Area. No. Instead, what he did was terrify my new neighbors and upset them very much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Make them think that I am some sort of animal murderer <sighs> or torturer. Did the pig sleep with your wife's cousin in the bed with them? 
God, that you was... mean like sexually? <laughs> no, I just mean like, do, is it is it cousin than pig in arms? Uh, the the pig used to be small, but became somewhat big. I think at this point he's you got probably... yourself a big pig on your hands. You got it, okay. a BP, and I think he was a little too big to get in the. I mean, if he got in the bed, Jesse, would you say this is a monster hog? <laughs> <laughs> would you call this a monster hog? It's exactly what I would call it, Jordan, okay. given the opportunity. A heifer's sure. a cow? A heifer's a cow. I think so. Yeah. Okay. We, okay. and statement. Yeah. <laughs> so they were like, he needs a bed. That's what's going on. Because all night he was screaming. So what he happened He thought he would is, just lay down in the awful. grass or something. Yeah, well, he's a fucking pig. But that pig wants a couch or something, right? So one of Teresa's like other bed? cousins- That would be cute. One of my wife's cute. other cousins went to the pet smart or whatever- and got a bed for the pig and brought it to us, put it in the backyard. All night, the same noise is going on. Oh, my God. The second morning, we go outside. There is, like, hollow fill everywhere. Like, tiny pieces of dog bed are every. Like, there may still be little tufts of polyester pillow filling in my backyard now, four years later. Does it give you a chill when you see it? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Dear I've Lord. heard it's just a nightmare. Yeah. But Atticus it? lives in, an, in a one-bedroom apartment in, in San Francisco. And is fine with it. Yeah, he's happy with it. Wow. Loves him. Loves their three-year-old. And Maybe they go the... on walks with him? I've, so, I mean, Do you it's think like a they dog, just right? say that yeah. to justify their weird lifestyle of pig ownership? Well, I mean, there's no doubt that they have a weird lifestyle of pig ownership. But you think and they they... Because when you have a weird pet, or you have a weird deal, you just want to insist that it's normal to everyone so they don't think you're weird. So do you think this pig is biting and shrieking, but they're just like, he loves us? And at this point, they probably can't give it. Yeah, in. maybe you don't know even. I mean, you, you think that the pig is sort of like uh, how the virus gets into your brain from the cat poop to control your yeah, mind. Yeah, maybe a little bit. And I think like everybody is immune to how annoying their pet is because they love the pets. Right. And I think that Dear if... God, my pets are annoying. <laughs> I love them very much. But yeah, but I think that, right, there's a uh, – I guess I'm thinking of the equivalent of when you go – into someone's tiny apartment. Well, they're always more in love with the thing than... Of course. Right. And it's just filled with shelter dogs. Someone's apartment filled with shelter dogs. And they insist that it's fine, but you're in there for five minutes and you're like, this is not fine. Mm-mm. You live My in a... just health hazard. You live in a hell. Right. A loud hell. But That has to affect you on yes. emotionally and physically Well, I think even. those people are always like... It's better than what their alternative is for these dogs. Sure. But I also yeah, and think, I think probably it is good for the dog. To I be don't in... agree. Sure, the problem if the dog is in a cage in an apartment all day mm-hmm. and getting walked. The dog is better off dead. And I and you <laughs> could you could email me personally if you have a problem with this. <laughs> actually, we we actually want people to get at I am Papa John on Twitter. Yeah, if, if you, you have got a complaints. question, if you got a complaint oh, yeah. or a cor- com- correction about Jordan Jesse, go at I am Papa John. Okay, on Twitter. Can, can I ask a question about that handle? Is it Affiliated with it is it is but Papa what, John. Who did I am? I am. Well, probably Papa John was taken, or Papa John is the pizza, and then I am the Papa man. John is. But the who man. runs I am Papa John? John. Papa John does uh, presumably. Yeah. Okay, but so, but or it is all possibly Peyton Manning. <laughs> but uh, does he? Is he like their spokesperson? I think they're Isn't friends. I think Manning? they're best friends. Yeah, I think they're best yeah. friends. So Peyton Manning is a pizza cuck. I think yes, he is a pizza cuck. <laughs> God. <laughs> That's got to be something, right? I'm just it's trying a to subreddit, it definitely. Yeah. Oh, is, yeah. is, is, oh, guys, 
at some point, let's round this out. I got a cuck story. Anyway. Great. What are, so, yeah, I think, right. Do you think that the pig is, because you haven't been able to observe the pig. I think, number one, Jordan, I mm-hmm. think your problem is you're going on too many Craigslist dates. Sure, yeah. Well, that's where people meet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody's plugged in these days to the World Wide Web. That's right. They're not doing it in real life. They're no. getting on Craigslist. Craigslist. So that's thing number one. Thing number two, yes. And I think there's no doubt that there is a combination going on there of absurd hipster affectation. Mm-hmm. And there's no doubt uh, my my uh, wife's cousin is a professional musician, and uh, I believe his wife is as well. They're both amazing, brilliant, wonderful people, um, and their his pants are extremely tight. Mm-hmm. Wears extremely tight <laughs> pants, and um, so there's that. Like I think that is the life they have chosen. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and How again, do you walk a big a pig in tight pants? That's a good question. That is a good question. I want to be clear that I'm not against that. So I think sometimes when people say absurd hipster affectation, I'm fine with it. Sure. It is absurd to have a pig in your house. But as I've stated, I've always wanted to have a pig live in my house. I can't blame that. I just have questions about the logistics of the whole thing. And if something was screaming all the goddamn day, I, think the other, I would have a problem. I think the other thing is that they are very big hearted. Mm-hmm. So I think that they – but I, really <clears throat> what I think it is is I think that the pig is very smart and knows who its family is. And knows who it can bite. Yeah, like it. It the pig under Atticus understood which people he could bite that would stop the gravy train, and which people <laughs> he would he would bite that would scream and drop their food and run away. Now, did have he you know his of, name? Sorry, did he know his name? Like, if you called Atticus, absolutely. He, oh, he did. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Did you think about setting up a Sega Genesis for it? Because apparently, they love video they games. They love video games. Well, I didn't have a Sega Genesis at the time. Do you, how good are they at video games? Because I've been having really a hard time finding good. somebody who can beat me at Madden '95 here in the office. A pig will. Oh yeah, a pig will do that. They're really good at RPG. Even if I'm the for- <laughs> even if I'm the 49ers. they're good at inventory maintenance. Because like, so, yeah. ideally, I'd like to have somebody. Wait, is, that- does that not stand for role playing game? Yeah, it does. What is inventory maintenance is a thing you do and because ah, you can only you carry see, I, so many things. I have things. a limited reference. Yeah. yeah. We get it. You're cool. We're we're nerds. Whatever, <laughs> yeah. Aaron. Yeah, stop. You know what? what? That was not the point I was making. I'm proud to be a nerd. <laughs> nerds rule. Yeah, stop, Jocks stop rule. Bully, stop Sorry, bullying I'm a nerd. Us, Jocks. <laughs> Sorry. I guess I'm kind of a nerd. Yeah. Okay. A nerdy like that. Oh my god. It says I've read that's, every Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Said every model, yeah, under the age of twenty. Have you guys checked out Marvel movies? That's like my thing. I love them. They're so fun. Brian, what what Marvel movie are you, <laughs> <laughs> are you excited about? Uh, what Marvel movie am I excited about? Yeah, Marvel movies. Marvel oh. Men. <laughs> yeah, I don't know any of the man. I don't know. Yeah. Spider Man. You like Wonder. it? You like You like it to have a man is, at the end? Is Wonder Woman uh, uh, a DC or is she? No, she's a DC. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm excited about that. I have this book. So my my daughter loves superheroes. She doesn't have a lot of understanding of what superheroes are. She's never really seen. She probably doesn't su- even know who Jack Kirby is. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, she's never, she's never really like seen. Oh, I uh, just real quick. I saw, I saw uh, an online thing of guys on Reddit making fun of somebody for being a filthy casual. What does that mean? That's what you call somebody who's just like seen the movies 
but hasn't hasn't read the books. Oh, I like you that. call them a filthy. Casual. I love that That's term. Filthy casuals. Is Jack Reddit or whatever you said? Is Jack, Jack Kirby? <laughs> Jack Kirby. Yeah, yeah. Is he Aquaman? Uh, no, that's like a famous comic book man. Oh, drawer man. Okay. Yeah. He, he what what would that be? Because that's not a filthy right? casual. Because he didn't know any of it. From <laughs> yeah, <him. laughs> that's when, a that is a man who has lived a reasonable life and has not acquired information that he doesn't need. <laughs> well, curious bystander. George, yeah. Did yeah. Jack Kirby invent Fantastic Four? No, maybe I. I mean, I think Stan Lee did, but I think Jack Kirby probably defined drew, it. Defined it. Man, Stan Lee really took it and ran with it, didn't he? And by that, he I did. mean like he also, I think himself wanted, must have wanted to be famous. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I know exactly who that is. Well, sure. he's really cool and really fun. He seems like he's him. really one of my heroes. Mm-hmm. I like his distinctive yelling. <laughs> have you met him? He's screamer. No. Okay. I so Grace. If you really do like him, you should not meet him. Grace has never, this, never meet your heroes. Mm-mm. Grace has. Did you, wait, did you have a bad Stan Lee experience? That seems loaded. N- no, Br- Brian. This is all uh, by proxy. Yeah. Brian met someone who we both admire, and it didn't uh, go every well. time I've met oh, okay. someone who I deeply admire. I'm like, oh, that was rough. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, anyway. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. It's all right. You've let me down. <laughs> um, uh, Grace loves superheroes. She calls herself Batgirl, and Love there are it. there are times. It's faded now, but there were times when she would only answer to Batgirl. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she got the idea. At some point, I think like she had the idea like, well, they bought this Grace shit, so I'm going to try Batgirl. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to kick this up into the next gear. And um, so she – I think you can draw the light at fictional characters. Right. <laughs> Does she have like – So, so Batgirl- she hasn't ever – like we went to see Lego Batman and she didn't really like it. It was like too much for her because she's – Five, you know? Right. So, and the thing about superheroes is they're completely inappropriate for children. <laughs> like, they really, they're just trying to beat each other. That's the only story, really, is them trying to hurt each other. So I'm going to say, like, 11 and up. So she has this, like, picture book, like, board book about DC superheroines, which is great because she only likes girl superheroes Mm -hmm. and she wants to be Batgirl so she prefers DC although I don't think she knows the difference and this book it's like a feminist book in theory theoretically a feminist book like a like an empowering girls book Mm -hmm. but it's so hard to empower girls using superheroes without mentioning that what they do is beat people up. So, like, every page is a new character, and it'll be like, Batgirl loves computers. STEM, guys. STEM. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Batgirl. What's STEM? STEM is science, technology, engineering, and math. Ah. It's what girls are just as good at as boys. I've heard that. Uh, but although, not adult women. No, no, they're just no. different situation. I'm yeah. told that it's steam now. Mm. Uh, they've added arts uh, just just because. Is that just, true? Just threw that in. Yeah. At some point, it's just going to be a list of all the subjects in school. Yeah. It's going to be everything arts. but what? Investment banker? Exactly. So uh, so Grace, Grace will like – it'll be like Batgirl is so smart. She loves programming computers. And when she works with her friends, she can do anything. It's like, but yeah. she also has the, it, 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 an assembly of weapons. Thing, and, the yeah. main thing they do when they get together 
is beat someone into submission. Sure. Like, the they don't really – there's not – a lot of like – I think you could go – like it seems like if you were trying to do something that was for kids, you could rely on a lot of animal saving. You could mm-hmm. rely on a lot of animal saving or like – Liberating zebras from the zoo or something. So that yeah. is yeah, what, Destroying a zoo. That is what kids entertainment is sure. about now. Yeah, like like if there's a flood, you get someone out of the way of the flood. So like when when we were children, the big uh, boy-targeted cartoons – were your Thundercats, your G-Mans, sure. your G.I. Joes, which are all based on things fighting each other. At least G.I. Joe And good and evil. Like in, I, I feel like now yeah. maybe there's not quite so, the evil. Well, because you can't have things fight each other anymore. Right. And so now all kids' cartoons are about saving animals. Can I ask you guys a question oh. about superheroes? Uh, please, yes. Why? And maybe I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but it always seems as if, like, at least in the... I don't know, in the movies, and maybe this is the same in the comic books, that people aren't quite as into Superman as they are Spider-Man or Batman. Is that fair? Yeah. But I why? Mean, I think that, I think that you know, when we were kids... Because he doesn't have the darkness? He's, he was corny. Okay. And I think that, yeah, he was, he was, he was virtuous, always wanted to do, not complicated. He was just a. He was boring. He was, he was always my a, favorite. Well, yeah. he's not, but he, but he. I think that it really comes down to Superman would not be good in bed, and the I other two disagree. would. Interesting. What, what, what is cuter than Clark Kent? That but is he the would never person. fuck you as Clark, Clark Kent. <laughs> but I think you could request it. I think if you were in this LTR <laughs> you with Superman slash Clark Kent, you could be like, hey, just for fun, why don't we put on the glasses tonight? Like, so like if like, you wanted, like a, Batman has darkness. He's mm-hmm. damaged. Which means he's probably like. But Peter Parker doesn't. No, I guess he does. His right? parents are dead. That's Clark right. Kent is a type of gay bar in Japan. <laughs> yes, <laughs> probably. Um, I think Superman. Superman has good sex powers, right? I think. I think would he? Scary. Would he break you? I think that is a that is a popular comic book dork thing to talk about is how you couldn't fuck Superman or else he would destroy you. Hmm. So, what about... I think there's a danger there, but you know what? Maybe that makes it hot. you know what else? I mean, he is ner- like, I guess he's not... In other words, he is intimidated by Lois Lane, and I feel like maybe there's some coaching you'd have to do with Superman in bed. Sure. Maybe sure, that's sure. what makes him unattractive. I... Here's, here's something that I've wondered about. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're having sex with Spider-Man mm-hmm. from the... Uh, Movie Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> Which one, Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield or Tom Holland? Probably Tobey Maguire. Okay. okay. Like Spider Man Two. Yeah. Yeah, I loved that one. It's really fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite one. Me too. Of all those, yeah. Um, but uh, you're, if you're having sex with Spider Man, and he has he shoots spider webs, mm-hmm. d- he probably <laughs> shoots spider webs when. When he comes? When he comes. But that, <laughs> I, mean, I thought that's an apparatus from a suit. So in the 60s, it was an apparatus from his suit. But in, in the movies and stuff, I think they made it I into a, like right. a thing uh, that comes out of him. It goes back and body. forth. I think it is now back to being an apparatus. Because oh, really? I think Andrew Garfield wore the, wore the, the, the gloves that right. did that. Yeah. back to It's an apparatus again. I think people... That was something people did not like about because that of the, first round of, of Spider-Man movies. Yes. People didn't like all the cum jokes. Yeah. That came with it. I can understand that. Yeah. Get it? Came with it, Jordan? Oh, I sure do. Okay. Well, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. <laughs> la, 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 la
From the dawn of time, one podcast has unlocked the secrets of science and technology to enrich the lives of billions. And now, after a year where they've unlocked the golden age of knowledge, they're about to hit warp speed and go stratospheric. Wait, hold up. On Ono, Ross, and Carrie, we don't make extraordinary claims. We investigate them. We go undercover with fringe religious groups, investigate paranormal claims, and we participate in pseudoscientific medical treatments and then report our findings to you. And yes, we've even investigated Scientology. Shh, Ross, shh. New episodes every month at MaximumFun.org. Ono, Ross, and Carrie. They show up so you don't have to. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Brian Safi, uh, the rose. <laughs> Aaron Gibson, animal liberator. Sorry, Aaron. That was a, in a normal context. That would have been a good one. I know you but got was... so thoroughly outclassed yeah. by Brian. I know. Just now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just got. I had to go in a different direction. Holy and my, shit. my choice was wrong. Okay, we got sponsors on this week's program, Jordan. First of all, my fr- my pals at M Dubs. That's Mac Weldon. Yeah, you got it. They're making underpants over there. I'm wearing Mac Weldon socks right now, and I'm loving them. Ooh, guess what? Guess what I got on my butt. Mac Weldon underpants. You got it. Yes. Also a boil. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not Mac Weldon's fault, we should no. say. That boil was there before the underpants. It's been there for too long. Back, Mac Gotta Weldon, get someone to lance that. They don't have boil-causing bacteria. No, they're very comfortable. But That's what they why do I have. wear them when I have a boil. But what they do have, <laughs> smart design, yeah. premium fabrics, you got and it. simple shopping. Uh, I always like going on to the old Mac Weldon website and shopping. Uh, if you want to go there, go to MacWeldon.com, and you get 20% off if you use the promo code JJGO. Yeah, they make nice no-show socks. They got a nice uh, undershirt uh, that always stays tucked. They got, a, they got a few nice products over there. It's not just premium underpants. Oh, yeah, socks, shirts, shorts. I got a nice pair of running shorts that I like from Mac Weldon. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I didn't like know they offered lot. that. I like well, them Mac a lot. MacWeldon.com, 20% off with JJGO. And... Jordan, can I ask you a question? I'd love to. Do you like to eat? Have you asked me a question? <laughs> Do you like to eat, Jordan? Always putting stuff in my mouth. How many times a day? Three, five? Sometimes up to ten. Yeah. So you're going to need something to eat or else you'll die. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't want that. I have so much more living left to do. Well, why don't you check out our friends at Blue Apron? Ah, uh, let me at them cakes. Ooh, let me at them cakes. Uh, Blue Apron, it's a meal service for less than $10 per, per person per meal Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Ooh, let me hit them cakes. Jesse, can I tell you about a problem that I have had in the past? Is it hunger? It's what's well, hunger. Yeah. And when you're dealing with this hunger, there's a there's there's what we call the single man's dilemma. Oh no. Listen, I was making a I was making a pizza at home. You know, like, oh, you know yeah. what would be good on this pizza? A little basil. Sure. Go to the supermarket, buy a box of basil. You get like a five dollar like that little that little clamshell of basil. Yeah, costs like six ninety nine. So I put the basil on the pizza. It tastes real good, but unless I'm eating basil for every meal, which I'm not, I'm not a psycho. No, this basil goes bad. 
It's a waste of money. It's a waste of food. It's a waste of environments. Yeah. Blue Apron just gives you the stuff you need for that meal. And they send it right to your house or apartment. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They're agnostic about that. They don't care what you live. They don't judge you. They're Blue Apron. Three (laughs) meals free. Blue Apron. They don't judge. <laughs> Three meals Three free. Three meals free. Free shipping. You go to blueapron.com slash JJGo. That's a heck of a deal, Jordan. Three free meals? Yeah, just do it. You're not going to get that down at the food bank. No, you're not. Go there. Try it. Blueapron.com slash JJGo. It's a better way to cook. Let me at them cakes. Let me at them cakes. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Going into a bullseye interview, I know it's somebody who does amazing work, but it's an actual conversation. I don't know where it's headed. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. You said it actually better than I did, so I have to think about what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this this, this is the straight talk that that you're going to get on this show. Bullseye. Creators you know, creators you need to know. Find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, filthy casual. Uh, Brian Sofi, do I come up with a new one? No, no, oh. I just I just did because there was oh, something we talked yours about. Yours is last so time. fucking good. Yeah, yours is really Brian good. Sofi, the Rose, Aaron Gibson. You know it. <laughs> you I don't choked. even need to say I it. Choked. They know it. No, that was solid gold. Yeah, that was the Lemmy at them cakes of mm-hmm. nicknames. That's something that's going to go down through history. The original Rose, the Rose. Oh, the Rose. Okay. Yeah. I want to make sure. Punch up my I remember. <laughs> I just want to make sure I remember it correctly. All of Brian's personal lives just start. Have you ever been kissed by a rose? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's very. Um, you know. Sometimes in the gay community, people are concerned with masculinity, and I feel like that's the way to just throw it all out on the table. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Have you ever been kissed by a rose? Yeah, guys. I'm a mask musk. Yeah. <laughs> I in the last segment yeah. I teased a story that involved cucks. Uh huh. I think we're going a little long today. It's a long story. So, hey, you listeners out there. I'm going to buckle You're going to have to wait for next week for this nasty little cuck story. <laughs> Ooh, You're going to have to wait till next week. I'm sorry. I'm withholding from you. Do you think next week's going to be the JJ Go Cucktacular? I hope so. Oh, yeah. I love it. Can you give I a tagline for the story? For like a preview? Oh, sure. I I went to a a secret cowboy society and had... A, a drink poured on me. That is a good tease. It's a good story. That's a good tease. But you'll have to tune in next week. Okay. Well, in the meantime, if something momentous happens to you, like someone pours Everyone a drink on Everyone there was you. a nasty little cuck. <laughs> Just a nasty, <laughs> masturbating, small-dicked little oh, cuck. Oh, God. Mm, I yum, yum. only imagine. I am so hard right now. Give me my num-nums. <laughs> Keep talking about those num-nums. Ooh, this is thrilling for mm. me. Ooh. Anyway. I usually I have to go all the way to Japan for this. <laughs> I'm already queasy by your story. By yeah, the way. I'll, that's I'll, all I I'll tell it to you guys afterwards. I'll tell you like a quick version. But it's, okay. uh, it's one of the most insane things that's ever happened Wild. to me, Jordan. Well, from the podcast. It sounds truly momentous, Jordan. Yeah, it sure is. When something momentous happens to you, call us at 206-984-4FUN. That's 206-984-4FUN. Put it in your phone, dumbbell. Let's play our first call. Hello, Jordan, Jesse, Guest, and Sunny D. This is Mike from San Francisco. 
I work in a building with a very unusual address and parking configuration, and as such, I frequently intercept people in front of our building who look lost and help them find their way. Uh, just now, I was standing out. Can you pause it? Can you pause it real quick, Daniel? This is a really perfect example of like what a Paw Patrol plot would be. Mm. <laughs> this guy's in trouble. Yeah. He needs dogs to save him. Yeah. So like somebody's trying to figure out how to park <sighs> in a building with an unusual parking <laughs> configuration, and then Everest comes in. Yeah. She's a husky. And she helps people out with those steely blue eyes. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, what a gorgeous dog. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> I think we're dog. I think we're too turned on by everything now. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in here should go to their homes and masturbate. Yes. Okay. Gosh go darn it. Go back a little bit, Daniel, and press play again. Or the park across the street. We'll find their way. Uh, just now, I was standing out front when a car came driving by very slowly. I made eye contact with the woman driving, and although I had my earbuds in, it sounded to me like she said, do you need a date? Uh, assuming I had misheard her, <laughs> I turned off my podcast and asked her if she needed some help, and she repeated herself and, in fact, had said, do you need a date? So um, that's a phrase I've only heard one other time in real life from what appears to be a prostitute, but now they've taken to just offering it on a drive-by basis. So I thought that was momentous. Make of it what you will. Thanks, guys. I like to imagine that that conversation started with them locking eyes in their cars next to each other and then her doing the roll-down-your-window motion. Mm-hmm. I just think he. I just. I'd like some clarification. Is he certain she's not talking about the fruit? No, I be think selling it, dried fruits. Is nuts. it a farmers market? Is yeah. there a farmers market oh, nearby? Yeah. Aaron, you. St- I don't know if you actually did this or if it was just your joke that you would pull up next to like a guy <laughs> around our age or something. Yes. I just roll down your window and go, "Hey, how old are you?" <laughs> <laughs> it's really. Right, I, it's probably because how old does he need to be? Well, it only works if they're clearly over the age of twenty-five. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, wow. So he thinks that she was like propositioning him for money. I think that's what that means, right? In her car. I mean, that's new. That is, I've never heard of that. I'm, I'm interested to know. Business. I want to know what car she was driving. Oh, sure, me. Too. I'm going to say '98 Jetta. By the way, in my head, it was like a right. 88 Pontiac, and oh, I don't yeah. know why. I'm, in my head, it was a Jay Leno fire engine. <laughs> That's just kind of what I'm into. That's just what I'm into. I like, I like how she's like, you know what? I'm not going to exhaust myself The here. business yeah. won't yeah. come to you. You go to the business. That's I mean, right. street walker. I mean, you know, do we need to walk now? Yeah, we've got America. cars. We've got hoverboards. Exactly. We've got the internet. We've got Craigslist. How yeah. hot would it be to Have get approached by a hoverboard prostitute? Sorry. Amazing. Yeah. How hot would it be to get approached by Jay Leno in that fire truck? Oh, boy. How, how hot denim? would that prostitute be when the hoverboard comes by? buttoning fire? all those jeans. You know, <laughs> all, all those jeans. Because <laughs> I, I am actually pretty confident that he wears more than one pair on his legs. We you know, know he wears it on his top, too. Sure. Jay Leno has not spent one dollar of his Tonight Show money. He lives completely off his prostitution money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just cruises around Burbank in his fire engine. Yeah, his cruising dough is enough. Mm-hmm. There's know? a story about one of the Friends cast, and I know which one, but for whatever reason I don't want to say, but during the like crash in 08, like mm-hmm. the, you know, when the economy tanked, or 07, I guess, um, this person said, seriously, fuck, 
I might have to dip into that friend's money. <laughs> had never, wow. had never touched it. Wow, isn't that incredible? <laughs> oh, sure. So they were Fuck, just I going. They were just going off their money off being the dad from Hundreds of Alf. millions. Yeah, <laughs> the dad from Alf. You read the coffee shop, right? Got all that Ed money, and now has to all the Ed money's been spent. Got to get into that. Are you watching Handmaid's Tale? And then I'm shutting up. Uh, no. Okay. Well, it's is excellent. There, is there an orangutan? Well, <laughs> no. But the 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 one of the 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 stars of it, who's just this incredible actress that I had never seen before, mm-hmm. because I guess her only other credit was Chuck, <laughs> and she's like this very serious. I mean, it is, like is she serious. Yes, yeah. it is like a serious hardcore role I've never seen before. And and I looked her up because I was like, who is this? And then that was her other credit. Huh. Anyway. Just one of the one of the chuckle alums. Yeah. Do you think she's delved into her chuck money? One of the chuckles. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> they all get together once a year. How and... how many seasons was that show on? Four. Chuck? I think I think twenty. Yeah, I think that's one of those shows you're like, oh, that's been on since nineteen eighty three. Like a bone situation. Yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. All our moms watch it. It's not yeah. still on. I don't think. I don't it's think still so. On. But it ended, I think, only like four or five years ago, maybe. I the, my only association with Chuck is that I remember that Chuck was the thing that was supposed to go on after us on the Warner Brothers stage uh, when we got kicked out of Comic Con. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> and I I remember thinking like, Chuck, huh? Yeah. Like I understand that there's like uh, people who are like going to Comic Con to like. Dress up like a TARDIS and talk to other Doctor Whovians. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know there was like a whole gang who's just like, oh, God. I get – Comic-Con is the one time a year that I get to be with other Chuckheads. Well, someone Chuckle was heads, keeping that Chuckle show alive. Chuckleheads is probably what they're called, right? I think the – well, something that I have heard, and I think this is still true, that the biggest Comic-Con adjacent event and that the biggest event around Comic-Con that doesn't take place on the grounds is the Bones meetup. Like that is the biggest gathering of people who are there for Comic Con. Who are, I guess the like they just pick a gazebo at a public park and all the boners go in <laughs> and talk about bones. It's ending this year finally. I've heard that twelve years. Yeah, and what a gr- I, I would have, I would have murdered someone to be on that show just to have just to have res- those residuals. Those boat, yeah, oh, sure. Those bone, the, those those bone, those bone, bones. Those yeah, bones. those bone bones. Yeah. Just to be able to roll them bones, mm-hmm. I would have memorized all that stupid jargon they have to do. Uh, Aaron, what would That's be your dream. what would be your ideal besides being an actor briefly and then moving away? What's your dream bones role? What would you? Oh, me, uh, yeah. the detective who comes in like every three episodes mm-hmm. and gets the case taken away from her. Oh, your incompetence! Poor like, thing. like they, like they, their their jurisdiction is always over mine. Yeah. So I've got this case, and I'm like, this is my time to break out sure. as a detective. I'm finally gonna make captain. Yes. Or whatever. And then Bones comes in and ruins my day. <laughs> oh, Bones! So it'll be like a dra- dramatic and comedic role in the way that I I would play it. Oh, that's you know? fun. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd always be like. I'd see them and then the comedy would start, but I'd be standing over a dead body. Aaron, I think – I hate to tell you this. I haven't seen a ton of these shows, but I'm pretty sure that as a tall, pretty blonde, you're pretty much locked into angry district attorney. Not I would, bad. That's not a bad place uh, to be. Um, I was at a party when I first moved to L.A. and I was – this guy was trying to flirt with me and he goes, he goes, you know Where what? Where was the party? House party? Disco It was at Disco- Dolce. <laughs> it was – Library? <laughs> <laughs> it was at the Biblioteca. <laughs> and <laughs> – were you trying to pick up guys at kids' story time? Yeah. Uh-huh. And this guy was like, he was like um, flirting with me, and and um, he was, I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I work on CSI 
uh, Miami or no regular CSI <laughs> CSI regular yeah and I was like um, oh cool and he's like you know you're you're pretty enough I could get you on as a dead body and I was like whoa what a nag what a weird way to pick up girls no, and that is like thing. classic that is pickup artist negging that's what that is and then no a- that that's people's dream of, you know what he might have thought pretty he was a enough dream maker. to be a dead body yeah I think he's a dream maker mm-hmm. if he told me that I'm in mm-hmm and then he did some close-up. I don't magic. have all. I don't have like, as many credits as you two. There's nothing like sitting, sorry, laying naked, covered in makeup, and leaves in a public <laughs> park for two days and making sag minimum. You don't have to memorize anything. No, you just have to. Be I think naked you are technically an extra, dirty. probably too. Yeah. yeah. So you probably don't even get it to the good catering. I would do it. I'd do it in a second. If somebody offered you, you're presume you're not working, like not that you're. Not in a in the sense that you're hard up for money, but you're on hiatus from your smash hit television program, <laughs> throwing shade on TV Land, um, and you're you're not you're just, you're just not up to anything. You don't have any plans. Sure, somebody says to you, "You're a dead body. It takes two days. You get to be on Law and Order SVU." Do you know who can get away with that? I feel like that's a job for like Amy Sedaris. I feel like she Dear she God. would be like I would do, I'll do that. Sure. Yes. And people wouldn't think it was sad. <laughs> They'd be like she's hilarious or like even They'd be someone like, Oh, it's a joke. If or, we did it it would be pe- there'd be like people who'd be like what is happening oh, or they, like they have how, drug problems yes. that need supporting. Yes. How badass would it be if like George Clooney or Jennifer Aniston or like someone hugely famous? That's so did that? It would take away all <laughs> anything true. that the show was about. <laughs> you would just be like, why? If why I, is nobody talking about how handsome that dead body if is? If I had God one God. more zero on my yearly income, I would consider it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm not rich enough to do it. I would love, I would love to have Clooney. Like, if I was, I would ask Clooney first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he'd probably come up with some great pranks on set. Yeah, oh, he's that's a true. He would make that the most fun week of of that whole season. Can shooting, you? But yeah. you know what? If you weren't famous like George Clooney, then you would just be an asshole on set, and that's the difference. That's true. God, famous people get away with everything. everything. <laughs> Let's take our next call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, go. This is Dan calling from Victoria. Daniel, pause it. Because I do not like Dan's attitude. Oh, he it's coming in hot. He is coming in like he's the king of king shit king town. By the way, people live in Victoria. Yeah. Have you been there? No. It is like a doll. It is talk about it's like a dollhouse. Like you can't believe that people actually live there. Like it's so from precious. the hit television show Dollhouse, one of the really great television yes. shows of our time. Oh, no, boy. because it's oh, so boy. like cute and precious and high tea and all that stuff. So I'm just surprised. You go there for like a day. I'm surprised that people yeah. live there. Anyway, well, I'm not. I'm I, to hear that it's cute and precious. I'm not surprised at this guy's <laughs> shitty fucking attitude. He's like, let me he give seems you guys lovely. Let me give you guys a gift. That's uh-huh. what that's what his voice says to me. Let me give you guys the gift of my company. And also, Canadians now have every right to be snooty, so they are. And I yes, am, they're better than us now. Yeah. <laughs> and I am They've legitimately got that cool grateful. Prime Minister, I'm grateful that anyone does telephone it's nice. us. It's I nice. mean, let, let me be clear. That's yeah. true. There's no reason there, people don't gain anything mm-hmm. from telephoning us. So I guess he's right. He is giving me a gift. Telephoning anyone has become a high anxiety experience. Sure. Like even when they're like, become. "Call your senator," I'm like, "Please don't pick up." Like, I, you know what I mean? Not that they would, but it's scary. Please, I, Kamala, please. Yeah, I had this. Up. I had this on the way over. 
I've got hands-free in the car, guys. Pretty badass. Cool. So I'm having a little business call. Wait, mm-hmm. you hands-free calling? Hands-free calling. Do you have caller ID? Oh, yeah. I know who's calling at all times. <laughs> Do you have call waiting? Unless it's an unknown number. Do you have call waiting? Call waiting. Do you have I've iTunes? Got star 69. I've got iTunes. <laughs> Holy I've got Do you have iTunes? iTunes. Holy Do shit. Do you have an automatic Shuffle. Car? Automatic. <laughs> automatic transmission. Power windows. Trunk. So wait. So if somebody, <laughs> if somebody, if do you somebody know when did you run the, out of gas, or yeah. do you do you have to put a dipper? Does in? anything come on when the light? When the, <laughs> oh yeah, I've uh, got many alerts mm-hmm. to when, tell me what's going on with my car at all times. When someone does the roll down your window sign, mm-hmm. do you even know what that means? Oh yeah, I mean it's someone who wants me to suck them off for money. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Got it. And I always say yes. Okay, let's play. Let's play up. the call. Wait, I, what? What were you saying about hands free? I was so yeah, just about it's a nightmare to call somebody. Sorry, I was just ta- I was talking to a guy I had never talked to about doing a job coming up, and that and you know I'm just working out the details of this thing, and I was realizing how this is the first phone conversation I've had this year. And at the end of it, I'm like, do I have to ask this guy about his weekend? Like, right. what he's going to do this weekend? How does this work? How do I mean, we I end get it. this? Yeah. Anyway. It, emotionally, I cannot call anyone for anything besides my wife and my parents. I can't. No. If I had to call Jordan, I would get so nervous. <laughs> totally. I, I, like, literally to the point where, and this is. I've always been afraid to call people on the telephone. I don't know what I'm afraid of. No. <laughs> like, it's not like I have a particular fear. I've always been afraid of it. I think that just that they'll get confused and it'll be my fault or something. I don't know what it is. But I will literally – I am so grateful to be so deeply in love for so many reasons uh, with my brilliant and beautiful wife, Teresa. The main one is – that if we need to order pizza, she's willing to call every time. <laughs> like, I, cannot, I hear ya. I do not want to pick up the phone. I, and if I do it, if I like make myself do it, it's fine. Like it's the, I don't have a problem right, you're with in the it. doing yeah. of it. But like I, the I would give someone, I just to call pizza, like to call for pizza. If there was a guy like an Uber type guy who would call for pizza on your behalf. I would pay him $3. Sure. You're talking about one step above Postmates, like someone who not only picks it up but also calls for it. I want to order it. pizza. Well, how do you talk about, to him? You text I'm him. I'm talking probably. about a guy who's just hanging out next to me, and he's like, don't want to pick up, don't want to dial that number because you might say the wrong thing and confuse them. I'll do it for you. Three <laughs> bucks. I'm in. I'm like, one, two, three. Yep. Here bam, you go. Bam. I'm digging around in my car for a parking change. This is a good business. Yeah. This is a really good business. You got to hang hinges, around the right people. Yeah, it hinges on you hanging around someone all day. Sometimes and, I'll make my d- – Derek, my partner, listen to voicemails that I've received before I do. Even though I'm <laughs> not expecting bad news, I'm just like, do they hate me? It could be from your about. secret yeah. family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're always rolling Brian, the Brian, it's dice. Karen. When are you coming home? <laughs> yeah. The, the kids need you. And this he's so sales evil trip that he's is like, particularly long. <laughs> he's like, it's, it's wrong number. Okay, play dance call. The context is I've taken to going out at night walking between about midnight and 2 a.m. because I'd like to go to sleep, but that's when my neighbors play their music the loudest. So I was just walking down a residential street at about 1 in the morning when uh, what caught my eye was a flickering light, and as I come around this corner, there is a fire on the side of this house. 
directly under the doorbell, directly next to the front door, this, you know, human head-sized ball of flame chewing on the uh, tall, dry grass next to the house. So I uh, do the right thing and uh, dance over there and stomp out the fire. I take the water bottle out of my backpack and pour some water on top of this half-melted recycling bin, which I think was someone's ashtray up until that point, and uh, left the smoldering mess in the middle of their walkway and uh, thought about knocking on the door, but uh, decided I'd just let them uh, wake up to their good fortune tomorrow morning, or this morning as it is. Uh, love the show. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, he had to the, get credit somewhere. Burst the bubble of that island. Yeah. Yeah. That idyllic, remember that picture you painted, that that yes, beautiful the paint, Hotel. painter of light that you are with words? <laughs> yeah. And then he just ruined it. By the way, it. talk about a painter of light with words. He's a good storyteller. You know what? I take it all back. Dan, <laughs> Dan is lucky that they make Paw Patrol in Canada mm. because he just became an honorary Paw Patroller. Yeah, right. I'll also say this. White noise, I don't know how loud this music is, something that has saved me several times because my neighbor, who I share a wall with, has three children under the age of five. I do love... And nothing wrong with children, but they are screamers. Constant screamers. They might be pigs. They could be pigs. (laughs) Children, pigs, murder victims. Those are some of your top... I have to say, I would have knocked on the door just to get the thank you, Mm -hmm. but I would have been too scared. But... Also, he, the, I do love that he's walking around between midnight and two a.m. with a backpack. Yeah, like in case in case of something. Yeah, you never know. He's got to get up on some trains. Just yeah, in case he's got, he sees a chance to get up. That's right. Who are these trying to music, go all city right now? Music hoodlums ruining the beautiful quaint. <laughs> you know, it's Canada, village. so it might be the bare naked ladies. <laughs> It could be the bare naked lady. You know, I might be thinking specifically of Victoria Island. Oh, you which are. might be a part of larger Victoria. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I can only speak to the island life. Then. Well, I think we can figure this out. And Jordan, you're a detective. Sure. Which one has the? Bare well, only naked when ladies? I'm on vacation. The oh, good question. I think if I had to guess, Victoria Island would not have the bare naked ladies. Right. That's would more have... new pornographers territory. That's <laughs> honestly, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe a little more new pornographers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Canadians maybe... hit us up. Where do the bare naked ladies live? Yeah. Let us uh, know. We're on Twitter at I am Papa John. <laughs> I think I actually want to know. You want to know, know where the bare naked ladies live? Yeah. I do think it's on the West coast. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've heard there's a place in France where the naked ladies dance, but <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know if this is a similar thing. Yeah, what kind of what kind of dancing do they do? It's oh, through a hole in the wall. Da- yeah, yeah. Oh. I've only seen it through Very a hole sexy. in the wall, so I can't really be be sure. But I think it's it's a kind of a sexual. <laughs> dance. We all collectively forgot the second part of that song. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I uh, also we also have one last call. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is our, from our friend Law Reaper, Jordan Jesse Go uh, listener Non Perel. If I may use the language of the naked lady. Mm-hmm. I love that term, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, Threeps, uh, Threeps called in uh, last week. He's had cancer surgery this week. So uh, well, let's take a listen to the call. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Hi, possible guests. And hello to my favorite people at Maximum Sunset Headquarters. Whew. Hope you guys are doing okay. This is Al. I'm calling you from Savannah. I'm calling you from my hospital bed. Where I am high as fuck on painkillers right now. I just had a dream that Guy Fieri was eating a plate of Guy Fieri's face. 
That's wonderful. Wow. Uh, surgery went really well. I'm paralyzed on the right side of my face, but it could be a lot worse. So I'm not really going to be too complaining about that. But I appreciate you guys and all the support you did. I love you. Bye, guys. Oh, thanks, that's bud. So sweet. Yeah, that, and that's a that's a quite an amazing dream. It really, yeah. Is. What a what a terrible psyche you must have. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we. I, I'm glad we didn't just hear about that important cancer surgery. It's good to leaven that with a little bit of Guy Fieri eating his own face. Yeah. Which, by the way, I feel like Guy Fieri would do if he sure. saw a he plate was made of, out of his like red yeah, velvet. Like, about, yeah, great. there's enough ranch dressing yeah. on it. Yeah, it would need some horsey sauce. It would. Oh man, what's you better? mean donkey sauce? Yeah, donkey sauce. What yeah. a donkey sauce. I wish I didn't know that. Horsey correct. sauce is what um That's Arby's. Arby's yeah. yeah. I'm sure Guy Fieri's not turning up his nose at horsey sauce, though. Well, you know, Brian and I ate at his restaurant in Las Vegas. I've also eaten at his restaurant in Las Vegas. Did you have the uh, garbage can nachos? Yes, I did have the garbage can nachos. <laughs> Wait, is that what they're, they're called? They're nachos that come in a garbage can. Is that true? They I don't remember. Them in the, I only remember because I think I was the only one who saw them. The the table next to us got it, and I was like, what are they carrying in a tin pail? And then they dump it on your plate upside down. It's called garbage can nachos, like a raccoon. Like Guys, a raccoon. For real, though? Yeah. That's a fucking... Great dining concept. It is. By the way, I have to say, in dining, I know that, like, they say they don't, but they, they do. That, like, good food and novelty don't go well together. Who cares? Yeah. I love a novelty yes. restaurant, and I love a novelty <laughs> presentation. Sure. Yeah. There's nothing better. Yeah, you should get into molecular gastronomy. I guess I should. Yeah, you should. Get <laughs> that any goddamn, that looks, but you know what? That doesn't look good. They'll does encapsulate it? any Have goddamn thing to, in a bubble. Did you go to Bazaar? I've never been. Jose it's, Andres or whatever. I went yeah. to a bazaar one time. I, I, took, I was oh, not I that into it. it is fine. it good or no. is it just sort of you don't leave cool full. to see? Uh, you don't leave full and then you no, get that's the that's a place where like... you get like a frozen beet that, yes. and then right. you get a carrot that's been whipped into a foam. Yeah. 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 See, I want a choo-choo train delivering like tater tots. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that's the kind of like a yeah. garbage pail <laughs> full of nachos. Like I, I, I'm not uh, – I am – I am just, I guess, immature enough to where that would really turn me on. Delivering tuna tartar. Oh, I don't like a highbrow, lowbrow. Okay, you want you want all or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a choo-choo delivering tots. Yeah, you're a unibrow guy. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a unibrow person. Got it. So yeah, two zero six nine eight four four fun. Our number. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Brian Safi, the rose. Aaron Gibson, you know it. There it is. There it is. That's no, all I'm, there. I'm bailing Nick now. Name. I'm out on that one. Uh-oh. You don't like it anymore? I like the emphatic presentation, but I'm bailed. I'm, I'm st- no, I'm out. I don't have anything. I think I, the thing is, the it's just I the rose do. is so fucking good. Well, next time, Brian should go last. Okay. Fuck you, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you, do you think it'll be he'll be have worse if he has more time to think about it? <laughs> no, I'm just saying if his is the best, he should go last. That to was end a it. stroke oh, of sure, luck sure, sure. because mine is never going to be good. And so why Aaron. hang me out to dry? You know, like this is all of your fault. It is. <laughs> it's fine, Aaron Brian. It's been a joy to it, have you. On thank you for such having a joy us. For us. Nice. Thank you. As always, nice. always, a, always great to see our friends Aaron and mm-hmm. Brian since the days. Since the days before Throwing Shade was a podcast. That's right. That's right. Since you guys had to come over to my house to do Jordan Remember? Jesse Go. Did, can I have a question. Did Jennifer Love Hewitt have something to do with your house ever? 
<laughs> she was murdered there. <laughs> is there no connection between Jennifer Love Hewitt and the house you used to live in? No, not as far as I know. Jennifer Love Hewitt never owned it. Okay, never She's mind. She's not your la- wasn't your landlord. I could have sworn. I don't know. No, it was landlord Jennifer was- Jason Lee. It was you know Jennifer what? Jason Lee. Maybe the last time I was your house, she came up. Maybe that's it. Because in my head, on the way over, I was like, because <laughs> I, I was love- thinking about the last, and I was or one of the last times, and I was like, oh, Jennifer Love Hewitt used to own his house. Never that's mind. how rumors get. You started. should start telling people that. <laughs> that's a feather in your cap. Everyone would believe it. You know what it is. Jennifer Love Hewitt owned the airspace above my house. I see. She had the air. She's the air rights. She had the air rights. Yeah. So okay. that's that's what it was. Okay. Got to get those for her drones. Rights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for Love Hewitt's drones. <laughs> she has, frankly, I'm going to be frank with you, Aaron, because I believe that you deserve it. Thank you. She has too many drones. There's a drone collection, mm-hmm. and then there's a drone army. And she's crossed the line. Yeah. She's preparing for something, you think. We need she's legislation. to overthrow the government. The craziest game of time. I which, swear which, I'm Frankly, yeah. I right mean, I would, I would support Jennifer Love Hewitt's drone overthrowing of the nation. The craziest game of telephone I ever did or heard about. And then I'm done. But um, no, uh, you don't have to be done. A lady um, – um, no. I told, I told my friend Jesse a long time ago – that I had seen, I was like at a hotel working some event, like right when I moved mm-hmm. here, and Natalie Cole was there, the singer, and I said, "Oh, I saw Natalie Cole at this hotel." Da 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 da. And a year later, the story came back to me as there was an earthquake in L.A. Natalie Cole was in a hotel, and then she panicked during the earthquake and hid under a coffee table and ate fettuccine Alfredo. (laughs) That that is the story that came back to me. They were like, were you in a hotel room with Natalie Cole and there was an earthquake and she hid under the table and ate fettuccine Alfredo? That's the story that came back to me. Oh my God. So anyway. That is crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I wish my social circle was fun like yours. (laughs) Was she eating it off the ground? I don't know. She got room service even though there was an earthquake. Oh, yeah. the guy bring it. Yeah. Wow. Come on, would you not send fettuccine Alfredo to Of Natalie course, Cole? to a star of her magnitude? Of I mean, course. to get to do something like that, yeah. that's unforgettable. Yeah. She's, she nice was a job. talent. Thank you. Nice job. Thank She's you. good in everything. Thank you, Natalie Cole. Mm-hmm. Unforgettable. unforgettable. Good job. You guys, host, <laughs> you guys host the podcast Throwing Shade every yes. Thursday. It's a favorite in our house, often Thank on you. in our house when children are not available. Yeah, that's it's fair. It's not good to Not appropriate for children. But uh, often on in our house, favorite of mine and a favorite of my wife, Teresa's. It's very nice. Uh, what happens on this podcast for, for anybody who's not already a subscriber for some reason? Well, we, we talk about issues affecting women and LGBT people. And, and try to make them funny. And try to make them funny. And also a lot of tangents. I mean, that about- stuff's a laugh riot these days too, oh, right? These so days, yeah. these days it's especially funny. But um, no, we I guess we try to sort of make them funny so that you can feel on top of them and not feel weighed down by them. And then we all there's also lots of talk about groceries and what happens in Los Angeles, like just general shitting on Los Angeles talk. Yeah, you also so. get involved in very like if you <laughs> think that the kind of like conceptual and character elements of Jordan Jesse Go are strange. Mm-hmm. Can I recommend the podcast throwing shade <laughs> to, kind of absurd, to put guess. it in context? Like every every third episode, something so bizarre. <laughs> you guys will yes and each other to a place that is beyond comprehension. Yeah, that's fair. And yes, we do. And- my favorite thing from this week was only that my mom had brought it up. There's a guy that she lives near now in Missouri, and his name's Chalky Crumpy. <laughs> oh, Chalky Crumpy. Chalky Crumpy. <laughs> so if that doesn't dangle yeah, a carrot in front I of mean, your... 
rabbit eyes. There's, there's a lot of thing, chalky, crumpy talk. Like my of, rabbit eyes are bugging out of my <laughs> rabbit head at this point. Because you had mentioned Hachi, a woman Machi. named uh, Lurleen. Lurleen. She was the, Lurleen Wallace was the first governor of Arkansas. She was a true piece of shit. She was married to George Wallace, the segregationist, and because of term limits there. Um, he couldn't run, so she ran, even though everyone knew, like, He'd be oh, he'll just be running the show. But anyway, her name was Lurleen, and Aaron said, I have a name that beats Lurleen. Chalky Crumpy. Chalky Crumpy. In, yeah. in my mind, and this is the same, like, in my mind, Judge John Hodgman, we've been doing that show for five years. I can only remember, if you ask me for an example of a case, <laughs> I can't, I could, there's only one that I remember. <laughs> it's about these brothers who could, couldn't agree on whether to patch up a bat hole in their bathroom. Uh-huh. And <laughs> so, like, that's all. So, in my mind, Judge Sean Hodgman is the bat podcast. I'm on that podcast. Sure. What One of the first Throwing Shade episodes that I listened to uh, has, in my mind, defined what Throwing Shade is about. <laughs> um, and, like, a lot of people would say, oh, it's about uh, women's issues and LGBT issues or about – in my mind, it's about different things Aaron has lost in her in private her- part. <laughs> oh, that – by the way, I – quickly abandoned that after I got in a relationship because my because all I started getting I had to start considering another human being in this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. now he's back on board with it. I'm going to start it. doing it again. Right. Yeah. There is that weird thing like we both got into relationships while the podcast was going on and we found ourselves being like if they heard this, they would be disgusted. <laughs> yeah. Like, it would change everything. So there was like a minute when she got in a relationship where she became a little more tame and the same with me. But now we're just I think we're back, back to, to our old tricks. As someone who is dating, uh-huh. I don't know if you guys have heard this term these days, but sometimes you'll be going out with someone. You and think it's going good and they'll, they'll ghost you. Oh, yes. Ghost I you. thought you were going to ask if I knew what dating was. <laughs> yeah, have you heard? Yeah. I do. That's when somebody when pulls, pulls up, up next up to you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> rolls down the window. Rolls yeah. down the old-fashioned window. And so she ghosted you. So I've, so I've, yeah, so I've, my, my, my recent dating life has been, uh, has been uh, marred by ghosting, which I get. And I've done it myself and I'm not proud. I wish I hadn't. The times okay. I've done it. Yeah. It's rude. You owe the person an explanation. I, I don't think so. I actually context don't think you is everything. Do. Oh, interesting. I, I think, think con- to a certain point. Context if, is everything. If you're on yeah. three dates and you ghost, whatever. But if you're like a month in and you ghost, it's not okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a cutoff point. I yeah. think yeah. You, could, you could argue about what that cutoff point is. But sure, I, I agree. Yeah. You're keeping your dating life focused, by the way. Is it I was a strict machine once a week? when I was dating. <clears throat> it was probably, boom, boom, boom. Let's probably go. too boom, cold. Boom. Yeah. Anyway, so when you get this ghost, when you send that text that doesn't come back, my first thought is, well, I was like, fuck, they listened to the podcast. Fuck. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. It was too dumb. Too much too soon. Yes. But that's it's but just by me the way, talking about my balls. Aren't they yeah. doing you a favor? Because anybody you want to no. be with is going, w- w- that you'd want to be with would be charmed by no, you. I couldn't I disagree more. I bl- and, uh, and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, no I, not in your case. No, no, I just no. mean, there, I think there is such a thing as too much too soon. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. And, and obviously, like, yeah. I and mean, maybe, like, when you get to know me, you think the, like, vulgarity is like, oh, this is kind of, you know, yeah. he's being funny. He's being, you know, it's just being outrageous. But I think maybe you would hear but this. But they know you're like, a comedy writer. I guess yeah. I would get I it if they were like, oh, I'm dating this accountant and he also has this as podcast a, and then he's doing that. It would help if our show was funny. I think that's <laughs> all. Yeah. It had that's jokes true. or yeah. any kind of. No, yeah. but it's like it's like anything else. And if, if you just if you go straight from, I, I don't know, tricycle to motorcycle. 
<laughs> then that's too much. That's Those too fast. <laughs> All the way to bomb sickle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did get nervous when all I started when I when he told me he'd listen to the podcast. Of course, and I asked him not to. Actually, yeah, yeah, you're right. Can I change it to cream sickle, please? Yes. Okay. That's too. Quick. I was trying to think of a type of yeah sickle. popsicle, like fudge, a brand fudge, cream sickle. Bomb pop is a type, but but it's yes, not called a bomb sickle. But a cream sickle yeah. is called a cream the white sickle. part of a bomb pop was my favorite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that is a nice yeah. part. What flavor is that? Part. Red, white, blue. You know, you know, that, that, like the I, rocket. I know what flavor is what I'm asking. Red, white, and blue. Uh, the yeah. flavors of the colors. I don't know, actually. Is it it's raspberry? Lemon, lime, maybe? Democracy. Yeah. Cherry, some freedom, lime, liberty. raspberry. Maybe lime. The yeah. the blood of the servicemen and women who gave their lives for this. That's country. what the fucking Padre should do. That's Eat those popsicles. The, sure. USA. <laughs> yes. USA. Daniel Baruela on the boards this week. God bless uh, him. Sunny D. Brian Fernandez. Probably fucking taking a nap right now. That I know. Classic, classic napper. Classic Fernandez just out there napping around. That was, We're not being racist, by the way. You've we're heard the expression. Not, that's yeah, not a, Portuguese. 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 Fernandez is Portuguese. Guys, stop checking in about whether Sorry. you have new shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you wait three minutes we until we're done when, with when the When the other person gets new shoes. <gasps> I'm sorry. <laughs> Brian and Aaron, of course, from the Throwing Shade podcast. You can find that at MaximumFun.org or in Apple Podcasts, whatever podcast software you use. Join us on Reddit, MaximumFun.reddit.com, on Twitter with the hashtag JJGo, on Facebook and the MaxFun group. Um, those are the main ways and of course remember to send your uh, corrections and updates to at I am Papa John uh, we'll talk to you next time thank you for having us of course thank you I'm Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org comedy and culture artist owned listener supported